we need to protect future Americans. Police brutality is a known problem in the United States. Every year many people die at the hands of police. The death of civilians by police officers is high in the United States than in any other advanced or developed country. According to Edwards, Lee, and Esposito, 2019, police in the United States kill far more people than police in other advanced industrial democracies. A data analysis done by Lardy, 2015, and published in The Guardian shows more use of deadly force by U.S. police officers in one U.S. state than in another developed country. For example, 55 fatal police shootings were reported in England and Wales within 24 years, while 59 fatal police shooting was reported in the first 24 days of 2015 in the United States, Lardy, 2015. In March of 2015, a deadly shooting from police officers totals 97 people in the United States. Keep in mind that this is just March of 2015. According to the Australian Institute of Criminology, 2013, Australia recorded 94 fatal civilian deaths by police between 1992 and 2011, which is lesser than one-month fatal killing in the United States. Data analysis within the United States and other developed countries has shown that police officers' excessive force is unwarranted, however, it seems the solution is unknown. Different political views have different ideas on how to handle police killing of civilians. If there's the rule of law, law and order, checks and balances, and human rights in the United States democracy, how come the use of brutal force has become the culture of the U.S. police department? Why are the police taking laws into their own hands? I thought the police department should uphold the law and protect the people, not become the judge and executioner. In 2020, police use of deadly force became one of the most potent issues second to the pandemic. It seems the pandemic did not slow down the police killing of American civilians. Not only did the American citizens worry about the pandemic that left many families distraught with the loss of jobs, business, and loved ones, many families still worried about getting killed by police officers. As American citizens, police brutality needs to be a core subject for everyone because whether we like it or not, it is a societal issue that needs a solution regardless of our political views and ideologies. Using the data of police-involved deaths in the United States, Edwards et al. 2019, estimated that the risk of being killed by police peaks between the ages of 20 years and 35 years for men and women and all racial and ethnic groups. It is not about being black or white or Hispanic. We are in 2021, and the number of police killings is going up in the United States compared to other developed countries. This is an issue presented year in and year out with no solution provided by the American government. When will this become a significant issue? How do we solve this issue? It is not about what political party we support but how to preserve the American people's lives. Different ideas have been suggested by millions of concerned civilians, groups, and those who see police brutality as a significant issue. Some people suggest defunding the police, some suggest police reforms, and some suggest taking away firearms. Let me start with taking away firearms. I dislike guns, however, I believe civilians or police officers should be allowed to own or carry a gun if they are competent and have the right mental state of mind. Being an officer does not mean you are mentally competent to own a firearm. The second commandment does not make us mentally competent to own a gun either. Psychological assessment and yearly licensing should be conducted to possess and retain the right to firearms. However, if guns are taken away from the police, how are we protected? Police can't respond to crimes with tasers or pepper sprays. There will only be more casualties because, believe it or not, thousands of people commit crimes with guns and can quickly get away, leaving behind casualties. There are also police officers who cannot handle the pressure of the job with a gun in hand. Taking guns away may stop police shootings, but will it stop police brutality? 
Without other alternatives or programs, taking guns away from police officers can increase the crime rate in low-income societies. Photo caption from Nature.com Defunding the police was another suggestion yelled multiple times during the 2020 protest of police brutality. The death of George Floyd shook the world and raised more divide among Americans. A gun was not involved in the killing of Floyd. This time, a knee to the neck was the primary cause of death. I know we've heard a lot about the death of George Floyd because it was an unforgettable headline in the United States. A news topic that almost surpasses the COVID virus and 2020 election headlines. As I write, the trial held against the officer who kneeled on Floyd's neck as he struggled to grasp for air started, concluded, and the officer was found guilty of all counts. Does that mean the American system is finally recognizing police brutality and excessive use of force? Nope, not long after the verdict, there's been a few other police shooting in the country. So, should defunding the police be the next step? Let's ponder on this matter for a minute. How would defunding the police help save our lives or reduce the killings of American civilians? How would defunding the police help the men who took on the job function effectively? How would defunding the police change the culture of excessive force dominating the police force in the country? These questions and more need answers before the police department is defunded, if ever. If the police department is defunded, response time to emergency calls will be delayed due to limited resources. The police department is overwhelmed with emergency calls and shortages which leads to a late response to calls. If defunded, the department may lack the ability to serve. A defunded police system will lack the ability to develop training programs that will teach officers how to respond to a situation and how to de-escalate an issue without resulting in violence or use of excessive force. Police reform is another request people yelled during the 2020 protest. What kind of reform should be implemented by the government? Would education, retraining programs, and exercise be a part of this reform? Or reduce policing in low-income towns and cities? Will police reform take away guns from the police and reduce excessive force? Or will it create programs that will teach police officers how to respond to a mental health crisis or not allocate mental health response to police officers? Will reform hold police officers accountable for using excessive force and firing multiple bullets into an unarmed person? When we say police reform, what are we asking? Are we asking for a change because the current police system isn't working? Police officers are essential to any community. However, the training process is concise for a profession responsible for protecting and serving the population. Police officers have the lives of civilians in their hands just as surgeons, lawyers, and judges have the lives of civilians in their hands. Doctors, psychologists, lawyers, counselors, and other professionals who directly influence human life go to school to learn about the practice and how to serve in a diverse environment. Police officers are directly responsible for the life of every citizen and non-citizen living in the United States, which is considered one of the most diverse populations in the world. Why are education and training different for police officers? Psychologists learn about diversity in order to provide the best care to all the various ethnic backgrounds in the country. The American Psychological Association, 2021, states in Standard 2.01c, psychologists planning to provide services, teach, or conduct research involving populations, areas, techniques, or technologies new to them undertake relevant education, training, supervised experience, consultation, or study. The requirement for psychologists is intensive because they deal with the mental process of the human being. Professionals in healthcare are held accountable if found incompetent or violate standards that directly affect their patients. Why is having a police officer responsible for excessive use of force an issue in this country? Any official responsible for protecting human life in the United States must have the proper education, training, and competency. 
How do you serve and protect a diverse population in which culture you are unfamiliar? The United States is one of the most diverse countries globally, yet, understanding cultural diversity is a major crisis. What if the first step of police reform is the requirements to joining the force? Suppose a mandatory requirement of joining the police force is getting an associate or college degree with a focus in diversity, multicultural awareness, social change, health psychology, criminal justice, clinical rotation, and police academy training. Will it change the use of excessive force on civilians? So many things can be done to help the police department and the people they serve and protect. However, division and arguing over different ideas do not solve the social issue in this country. How do we solve the problem of police brutality? How do we enforce change? What is the correct answer? Change must happen, and it must start soon so that the next generation of Americans don't suffer the same fate.